Hi everybody, welcome to Rachel's Reviews, and today we are talking about the big night of cinema. We're talking about the Oscar nominations that were handed out on Tuesday morning, and I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and Conrado is here. Yes, he is. How's it going, Rachel? I'm doing good. How are you? I am good. I'm very happy to be here as <laughs> it's become a tradition talking about yeah. the Oscar nominations with you. Yeah, we have fun doing this every year. And I feel like, personally, I feel like this is a pretty good year. I mean, there's not that many movies that I'm like super passionate about, but there's also not that many of these nominees that I'm like, what? What were they doing? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a step up from last year, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. I Here last year, it was a little <laughs> depressing. Our, our uh, call, I was very much kind of like, I think cinema is dead. I don't know what's going to happen. I have lost interest in the Oscars almost altogether. But this year, cinema is back, baby. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I yeah, a lot of really good movies on the list. Um, a couple that I haven't seen yet, but I think it definitely... Um, revived my interest, which I think yeah. it's uh, nice. Well, there's one big one that I haven't seen we'll talk about, but for the mm -hmm. most part, I've seen most of the nominees because I tried to, in the various, tried to watch the, you know, most of the contenders before uh, various um, groups that I vote in and things. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the, as far as overall, like I said, overall, I was pretty pleased. Uh, but I think the biggest thing that I was excited about is to see Flea get nominated for th all three categories it was eligible in. That was exciting. I did not expect mm -hmm. that, especially documentary, because that branch is usually pretty wonky and disappointing. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they would go with something that's like a little bit edgier, a little bit different, uh, was very, very surprising to me. Which is a documentary. I haven't seen it, but it's an animated documentary. Mm -hmm. Uh, from I think from Denmark about yeah. a Syrian refugee is that right or a refugee of some kind? Yeah, right? yeah. I thought it was Afghani, but it's been a while. Afghani, since okay. But you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You probably know better than me. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's very exciting because it got nominated in all of those three categories. So it could potentially, although I would say it's probably unlikely, but it could in theory win yeah. best international feature, documentary feature, and animated feature, which would yeah. be you know historic, and it would make for exciting television i think <laughs> yeah i think it's unlikely most to win international feature when you've got another one nominated for best picture yeah that's the one that i think it's going to be the toughest yeah. one but even if it wins two out of three it could it i think it would still be kind of like yeah. historic oh, yeah. right in a presidential yeah and it, if it were to win we'll talk about animation in later but if it were to win that i mean that, that would also would be, be a big to, deal yeah to beat to beat three disney films that would be very very big but nevertheless to have it get nominated for three mm -hmm. categories was yeah. very exciting to me and, and it's a that, great film I, I i would be shocked if you didn't like it like it yeah. um it seems the reason i haven't seen it is because it looked pretty heavy like very very yeah. emotional and very serious so it's been kind of hard to see, say like you know okay now i'm gonna watch this like probably very mm. harrowing and serious movie um especially when we are still dealing with some stressful stuff and whatever yeah, you know that's true um so that's what i would say yeah. it's heavy inspiring not heavy discouraging you know what i mean like you you leave feeling inspired that's good to it. know that's good yeah, to know yeah, yeah. um i would say uh, along those lines that for me the biggest kind of um positive or 
that I saw in the nominations outside of like individual stuff is mm -hmm. going along with Flea, how it really seems like the Academy and the Oscars have are becoming more international or, you know, there's a lot of uh, international movies getting nominated in top categories in a way that I feel like was kind of harder in the past or that it shows like some kind of uh, change of, mm -hmm. of, of movement, you know, obviously Parasite a couple of years ago really opened the, the yeah. floodgates for that. Uh, and, and it's exciting to see it's, you know, to see a more um, diverse uh, lineup in terms of uh, country of origin and, and yeah. cinema all around the world. That's true. That's true. Well, let's talk about the best picture nominations. We had 10 this year, which is kind of exciting. We're back to 10. Yeah. <laughs> it's the new norm. You know, we were going between, oh, nine. between six and 10 and it was usually nine or eight, but now mm -hmm. we're back to 10 and it seems yes. like it's going to stay that way for a while. I hope so. Why not? Why not celebrate as many as you can? That's what I figure at least. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's, uh, so we have nominated for best picture. We have Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Now, out of those 10, mm -hmm. the only two that made my personal top 20 are Coda and West Side Story. Mm -hmm. So those are my favorite. I have not seen Don't Look Up. I put it off. Oh. <laughs> I just didn't want to watch it. I really disliked mm. Adam McKay's last movie, Vice. And hmm. that's been part of the reason I've been kind of hesitant. You know what? I, I also haven't seen Don't Look Up. So uh, <laughs> we're on the same boat there. We cannot comment on it. I've heard very uh, mixed things about it. I've heard yeah. from people who really hated it, from people who thought it was just okay, from people who were like, actually, it's not as bad as people were saying. Yeah. To be honest, I just feel like I have a lot of anger and anxiety regarding like the situation with climate change and all that stuff. So I think... Mm -hmm. That in the best case scenario, the movie's going to make me just like uh, tap into that anger and just be kind of pissed off mm -hmm. about the state of the world. And in the worst case scenario, it's going to make me depressed about the state of the world. So I have been really hesitant yeah. to see it because of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've seen, if you're listening and you've seen it, please put in the comments. <laughs> We'd love to hear what you have to say mm -hmm. about it. Uh, but I will watch it finally. It's really long too. That's also part of the reason. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it's it's like it's it's very long, and so that was another reason why I kind of put it off. Um, the other one that I have to admit I have only seen it in parts is Drive My Car, because mm. I kept falling asleep. I I didn't review it because I felt like I couldn't in good conscience because right. I fell asleep for quite mm -hmm. a bit of it, um, and I was admittedly tired uh i was trying to get all the movies in before the mm -hmm. um the end of the um before we voted for hca right and it's a long movie and it is very slow um it is yeah Go ahead. so i i that's just well, that's where i'm at on that movie i still have the screener so i'm gonna try again mm -hmm. um, but again it's very long and slow I have, uh, I understand your your situation. I also have mixed feelings about Drive My Car. On the one hand, so this is the movie that's, you know, the big uh, international movie. It's a Japanese movie that yeah. um, is a 
kind of a critic's darling. It won a lot of critics' awards yeah. uh, all across the country from New York and I think also from LA and all kinds of stuff. And uh, that really raised its profile so that it's now a Best Picture nominee and we will see it's also nominated in directing and writing. So it's the big kind of international breakthrough of the year, which I think it's exciting, except I, I kind of like you, I don't really like the movie that much and I don't really <laughs> see what people are seeing in it. Um, it's about... Um, kind of this theater director and his kind of his, uh, you know, his relationships yeah. and his and his past and, and his uh, marriage and, you know, and... Um, it's about an actor. I thought it was an actor. He's an actor and a director. Oh, okay. Uh, and yeah. he goes off to um, Hiroshima to direct this play. And listen, I went to school for theater. I, I spent a lot of time working in, in theater stuff um, yeah. as an actor, as a director, and as a stage manager, as an assistant director. There is nothing more boring to me than being in a rehearsal room when I'm not the director or the actor. When you're just like uh, sitting there watching right. people work, it just I find that very, very boring. I've done that a lot of times throughout <laughs> my life because it's been part of my education and my career. Mm -hmm. So this movie is full of that, and I just couldn't sit through that. I was just like, I... I don't know. This is like being back in school, back at work. It's not that interesting to me. Yeah. I just So I struggled it, with that a lot. Yeah. I mean, on one hand, it's really not surprising that it would be be popular amongst uh, actors. Actors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all about, you know, they love like the things like Birdman, the tortured actor, you know, kind of a stuff. <laughs> uh, but uh, but but yeah, I don't know. I just found the pacing very sluggish. Um, yeah. But, I uh, I agree. People yeah. love it, but I I really I really don't know what people are seeing in it. I have to admit. Um, although I respect that there's might be something there that I'm just missing. Um, mm -hmm. Because because yeah, yeah. a lot of people really love it. I will give it another shot. The only one of the ten that I have reviewed that I didn't go fresh on is actually Nightmare Alley. I thought oh, it okay. was really dull. I just didn't like the story. I didn't think it was interesting. I, I mean, it looked beautiful. You know, mm -hmm. it's very impressive, of course. Um, and I guess the acting is good, but I don't know. It just did nothing for me with the story. I just, I just watched it um, a couple of days ago because it's now on streaming. And um, I kind of agree with you. I don't know. I think I might, if I were a Run Tomatoes certified critic, I might go like a soft fresh on it. I don't know. I'm kind of like on the fence about it as well. But I did, I, I felt a certain kind of, you know, I don't know, like kind of like an earnestness to it. It was just all very kind of, um, I don't know, it, like you're saying, it all looks very beautiful, but like the emotion wasn't quite there. I'm not sure uh, if you agree with me about yeah. that. There was something missing. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't think the story was very interesting. I, I can't even tell you anymore. I mean, it was a yes. while. I watched it in December, mm -hmm. uh, but I can't even I, tell you anymore what the story happened. <laughs> really I thought the story was kind of interesting, but the way that it was told was just kind of like sucking. Yeah. I feel like it's a very, you know, it's, it's obviously... Uh, I don't know if it's based on a book as well, but there's an older noir movie uh, made yeah. out of it, and it's kind of Which seedy, you know, with the carnival and all mm -hmm. this kind of like twisted people, dark stuff. I feel like it could have benefited from being a little less prestige and a little more like, down in the muck. Maybe you know, mm. maybe shorter, maybe more exploitation. Definitely shorter. Um, could have helped. I don't know. Yeah, yeah uh, I agree. Uh, my friend Stanford, he's he saw the original. Um, he was telling me, you know, and then I think that makes it a little more rich experience because 
you know, you can kind of mm, compare, compare what, yeah, what they're doing. So I'd like to do that one of these days. I like, I didn't think it was awful. I just didn't. Yeah, I agree. Love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree. Um, I, uh, yeah, go um, ahead. My one that I went negative on. I, most of the movies on this list, I have to say, the ones I've seen, I um, some of them I liked better than others. There's only one that I loved really, but most of them I appreciated. Uh, for the most part, the one that I really didn't like at all is uh, Belfast, which is one of the oh, front runners for the I didn't like it, huh? for the whole thing. No, I really didn't. I felt like it was um, kind of like Nightmare Alley. It just felt like it was very in- uninspired. I don't know. I mean, it, fe- it feels weird to say because it's supposed to be based on like Kenneth Branagh's life growing up in Belfast and, you know, all that stuff. But it just felt all very generic to me. Like I didn't connect. The characters didn't feel like real people to me, more like archetypes. The kid I thought was so lack of personality. Like, ah! I mean, com- compare that kid to the kid in Come On, Come On. That's a real like exciting, charismatic kid, a real character. This guy was just like kind of a blank slate. I, I don't know. I really struggled with that movie. But you liked it better, I assume, based on yes, your reaction? Yes, I did. And I thought he was so cute. <laughs> <I> <laughs> He's mean, cute, but kind of in a bland 20. way, I thought. Wait, sorry, what did I say it, again? No, it didn't make my top 20 of the mm-hmm. year. Um, but so I thought did, it was good. I did think it was really sweet. I enjoyed it. Um, and it kind of reminded me of Cinema Paradiso. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, but that's, you know, I feel like that's a better version of it. I feel like Belfast reminded me of other movies that did it better, mm-hmm. kind of. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, I I, there, I had like a few, which I felt like were more sort of nitpicks mm-hmm. um, that kept it from my top 20. Um, I... Like there were just things the characters would do that I didn't yep. feel like made a lot of sense. Like the, for instance, yes. when he steals the dish detergent, I was going to say exactly the same thing. And the mom takes it back to the store. Yeah. Completely unbelievable. That, that woman would do that in that yeah. moment. Like in it the was, middle it took of a looting riot. She's not yeah. going to go back like that. That seemed crazy to me. Uh, mm-hmm. But I did think it was very sweet. Uh, that's the word I would use for it. The, Particularly yeah. anything between the the little boy and the grandparents was very sweet right. and reminded me of going to movies with my grandparents. And when I was um uh when I was ten, I got to do a special trip uh to see my um my grandparents and in they lived in California, we were in Utah, and we went and saw Home Alone. And, and that was one of like it's a foundation movie for me. The first comedy that I really, really laughed and loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just remember experiences like that going to the movies right. with my grandparents. And and I felt like it tapped into kind of that uh, that kind of nostalgia, I guess, very well. Um, and I loved Jamie Dornan and I thought he was so charming. And I I, I would have probably nominated him for supporting i thought he was really good yeah i, yeah. I mean i'm not surprised that, that that we don't see eye to eye on this movie it does feel like a movie that it's much more on your lane than mine you know like yeah. sweet i think you have a higher tolerance for sweet than i do for sure <laughs> and the whole you know grandparents angle i feel like it's always something that speaks to you on a very yeah, emotional level true. so that's yeah so that's fair enough that makes sense yeah well and i'm surprised because i was expecting you to say dune oh i I didn't love Dune, but there was some interesting stuff about it. I have to say it was mostly 
disappointing because I had heard so much about how Dune is this crazy thing that it's so, you know, can't be turned into a movie. It's so weird. People are not going to like it. And then I saw it and it was just like Star Wars. And I was like, this is just what? This is the crazy thing that you guys were talking about? So that was a little disappointing. Mm. Well, yeah, it was a big inspiration for Star Wars. It's probably right. one of those things that maybe feels derivative, even though it was previous. Yeah. To I just it. didn't see what was so. Maybe the second part will bring the crazy stuff that people are saying is so mm. weird to translate. But the first one, I just seemed like a blockbuster to me, like any other. I, I really didn't see what was so strange about it. Yeah, I mean, I went mild fresh on it. Like it was not. I didn't love the movie, but I do feel like. I mean, I appreciated it more than I loved it, I guess I would say. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's, you can't make a better Dune than, I mean, that's, this is the story. And so like, if, if, uh, I mean, it's hard to fault something for being what it is, you know, like, I just don't see how anybody could make a better version of Dune than what they did. Um, and I have it's to say, just, I haven't read the book, so that yeah. could also be a thing of like I didn't. I, my expectations maybe were a little um, skewed a certain yeah. way based on what people had said. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest sort of sci-fi person in general, um, mm-hmm. but uh, but I don't know. I just felt like they did the best job they could <laughs> with what they had right. to work with. Um, so I give it a six out of ten. So. Okay, so that's anyway. Most, we've talked about um, half of them. Yeah, should we if, just go through all of them? Really quickly, um, yeah. So, what about Coda? Did you see that? I haven't seen that. That's another oh, one that okay. I haven't seen. Um, but Mom liked it though. It's really, I, it is pretty sweet. It's very charming, um, heartwarming. It's so. about a, a a woman or a girl who's uh, the the child of deaf adults, right? Yes. That's what Coda stands for. Yes, uh, and she wants to be a singer, but ah. obviously that's something that her family can't connect with. Um, and uh, she also, her family kind of leans on her because uh, she's the, you know, the one in the family that can uh, hear. And mm-hmm, so then they run mm-hmm. a fishing operation. And so the idea of her kind of going to Berkeley for school is right. hard on the family because they, they need oh, her. I see, I see. I yeah. can picture what kind of movie. This, this was a Sundance movie too, right? Last year was like yeah. one of the big Sundance winners. And they did a great job and Flea also did a great job with, uh, with they had Coda at every single festival. They didn't just mm. release it at at Sundance and kind of let it stay there, but they released right. it at South and Southwest. They released it at, uh, yeah. at TIFF. Um, I, I don't know if, if they were at some of the European ones, but anyway, they released it a lot. So they kept it yeah. in, and same with Flea, they kept it in people's mind. Well, clearly worked out in terms of Oscar nominations and award season in general, when it started popping up at the, you know, the, some of the other awards, I, I was a little bit surprised. I was like, oh, people really love this mm-hmm. coda, which I had heard about, but I didn't, I hadn't pegged as one of the big contenders this year, but it really seems to have a lot of love. And people are excited yeah, about it. It's it's a very crowd pleasing film. It's a very crowd pleasing film. I wouldn't be surprised if it if it does pretty well because the way that it's all it's one the way that the system is now, it's not about necessarily who gets the most votes, it's about who gets ranked oh, highest right. the most, right? The preferential ballot. Yeah. yeah. So there's a preferential ballot for best pictures. So sometimes a kind of like maybe 
consensus choice like some one that is like a lot of number two or number three ranked can actually etch out the win so uh, yeah i could see that happening i could see that happening with coda um Mm -hmm. I th- certainly think there's some other categories where it could also surprise with a, with yeah. a win. Um, we can talk about that yeah. later. Um, okay. Um, so King Richard. Uh, King Richard. Yeah. Uh, yes. So this, I think is a, another crowd pleasing film. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Uh, I, I just felt like I kind of wished the movie had been about the girls and not about the dad, but. Oh, interesting. Uh, I don't know. I just felt like he, okay. I felt like he wasn't that interesting of a character. Um, where I wanted to hear kind yeah. of what their motivation was. Did they even like playing tennis? I I guess they did, mm. but we never really know what uh, much yeah. from their point of view. It's a little tough because obviously the movie is made with the supervision and from the Williams family, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the movie about yeah. Serena and Venus Williams and specifically their dad, Richard, uh, and how they kind of like became pro tennis players and... Um, so so it's a very, you know, approved official story version of the story. So um, there's not a lot of, uh, although the movie does a, has its moments of like showing different sides of the characters, what's, you know, complicated about Richard Williams as a character and mm-hmm. how he's like, you know, has his darker sides. Um, but at the end of the day, it does feel like it's very also trying to protect and, and paint a specific picture of the family and their image. Um that being said, I did like the movie. The movie worked for me um, as an inspirational kind of like mm-hmm. uh, sports story. I liked the actors. I thought the the Will Smith is good and Angelou Ellis, who also got nominated, is good. And and the girls who play Venus and Serena are also really good. I thought a good ensemble. John mm-hmm. Berthold is good as their coach. I thought it was great acting, and yeah. I love tennis too. I used to play tennis as a, as a kid, so um, I also uh, connected with that. So so I had a good time with King Richard. Yeah. I, I liked it. Uh, I just I I just didn't love it. I, I agree it with fine. you about that. I, it would be like a you know one thumb up instead of two thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so licorice pizza. Yeah, and I know this is one you loved. This is the one of <laughs> the nominees <laughs> that I love. This is the one movie from all the nominated that I really truly. Uh, I really loved. I, I I just really found it very special. Mm-hmm. I just had a great time. Uh, I loved the performances by the two lead actors, Cooper Hoffman and mm-hmm. Alana Haim. I thought they had great chemistry together. I don't know if we agree. I know that you are the chemistry. Uh, you know, you're a <laughs> chemist, and and you're always thinking about the chemistry between the leads. I thought it yeah. worked. I liked the characters. I thought they had a lot of personality. So yeah, so I loved it. Um, mm-hmm. and I think you liked it, but you had some reservations, right? Yeah, I mean, I just thought that anything with her was way better than anything with him. And mm-hmm. maybe I just didn't connect with it as with him as much because, I don't know, it just seemed a little, a little bit crazy to me that, like, he's in, he's a teenager that runs, that starts mm-hmm. two businesses in one summer. <laughs> like, it yeah. just, I don't know, I just felt like everything with her was so much more interesting. Like, I really liked uh, like the whole scene with her, with the talent exec, and you know, her scene. having a Jewish yeah. nose—great mm-hmm. scene. Um, also, I thought the um, the whole scene, uh, and then the whole scenes, anything to do with the councilman, I thought was my oh, favorite yeah. part of the movie. I thought that was really good. What about the driving the car down the hill? I thought that was also mm-hmm. a great sequence. That was good. 
Um, but some of the other stuff, like I thought that the whole Bradley Cooper stuff was like funny at first, but then it went on too long. I actually and, agree with you. I, yeah. I I know a lot of people were into Bradley Cooper, and and some thought that he might get nominated for it. And I and I have to say, I thought that was one of the weaker parts of the movie was the Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. performance. Yeah, and even the Sean Penn as well. I thought that kind of started sort of novel and then went on too long. And I don't know, mm. just some of the waterbed stuff was a little <laughs> not as interesting to me. Yeah, it's definitely, um, yeah, it has kind of like a bit of a hangout vibe that mm-hmm. I think it's not necessarily, wouldn't, I wouldn't expect to be your kind of thing. So I'm not super surprised that that you didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it has that kind of like, you know, it made me think also of like how you, um, once upon a time in Hollywood, you were saying there was so much driving, you know, and then that just kind of not your that kind of like hangout vibe. It's not your thing. So, so yeah, so that makes sense. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I still overall gave it a, I gave it a fresh review. I, mm-hmm. I think it had enough sort of, um, chemistry and, uh, and, charming scenes that i liked it i mean a lot of people have commented on the age difference i didn't Mm -hmm. really feel that because he didn't seem like he was 15 at all to me so it didn't bother me relationship and it's so you know platonic in many ways even though they Mm -hmm. he's clearly attracted to each other but also it's very innocent in many ways so and i think the movie in my opinion i mean who am i to say i think the movie did a good job of making her a very interesting, complex character. And I could see where she was coming from and why she mm-hmm. would do the things that she was doing. Um, yeah. and, I, and I think she's a great performance. I wish I was kind of sad that she didn't get nominated. I'm not surprised that she didn't because she was kind of a long shot, but I had a moment of thinking like, oh, maybe she can do it. And that would be really great because yeah. I think it might be my favorite performance of the year, Elana Haim. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so then we have the power of the dog and we talked about this, uh, extensively on the criterion project. So I'll put That's a link right. down if people want to listen to that. So, uh, but I mean, this is a very beautiful movie. It's very atmospheric. I think the characters mm-hmm. are, are very layered and interesting, mm-hmm. hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, good acting and, all around. Yeah. I enjoy, I thought it was a good movie. I, uh, I think maybe we We'll be on the same page about it. Tell me if you agree. A very well-made movie, a very good movie, a very effective movie, but maybe not a movie that I quite loved and yeah, agreed with. Yeah. Um, I respect it a lot, but it's not one of my favorites, which is a little, in its way, while it's still really good, a little bit disappointing just because I'm a big fan of Jane Campion and I was really looking forward to this movie and... Um, and to her being back in a kind of like a big way. And, you know, she's getting nominated. Mm-hmm. She's the first woman not to get into best director already, but mm-hmm. she's the first woman to get nominated twice for best director. And it looks like she will probably win, uh, which would make her the third woman to win. And the second in a row, because last year was Chloe Zhao. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Um, that would be, uh, that would be great for her because she deserves it. I think she's a great director. Um, so I just, I would love it if it was for mm-hmm. a movie that I also loved, but you know, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, I think it is a well-directed film. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 All right, last one is West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And we talked about, on Criterion Project, we talked about the original. The original, yeah. Yeah, and, we're gonna, and we'll, we'll, we, we are going to have Jose back and talk about the, um, the, this remake, or 
new adaptation. Yeah, knock um, on wood. We we haven't recorded that episode <laughs> yet, but yeah. it is in, in the book. So hopefully, hopefully, if everything goes right, we will have his opinion of yeah. the remake. And I was very entertained by it. I kind of looked at it almost as going to a new revival on Broadway. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm going to in March, I'm going to see Funny Girl, the, the new Funny Girl revival. And I kind of felt like that same kind of thing. Uh, and uh, they made some differences, but, you know, nothing yep. like, huge. Um, but I think in some ways it is better than the original. Uh, I think the singing is better. And I... I think the uh, chemistry, <laughs> to use my word, <laughs> uh, I think the chemistry is better than in the original, yeah. uh, personally. And mm-hmm. uh, I I really, I thought it was great. I mean, I was very psyched when I got out of the theater, just having seen something so big and bombastic and, and beautiful and beautiful music. And I'm a huge, you know, musical fan. So it was, it was, I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was good as well. Um I had um, a couple of things that kept me from absolutely loving it, but it was a bit of a roller coaster for me. You, some of the changes that they made, in the, especially in the script, uh, which is by mm-hmm. Tony Kushner and obviously Steven Spielberg directed it, um, the they try to make it like more realistic in some way, more gritty, more connected to the history of that New York neighborhood, mm-hmm. which was, you know, uh, this, you know what do you call it? Like it was raced down so that they could build Lincoln center. And, you know, a lot of people yeah, were gentrified. Displaced, gentrified. Um, so, so it was, it felt like it was coming down to earth and to real world a little bit more than the original, which is feels more, a little bit more fantasy, at least yeah. to modern eyes, maybe in the sixties, it felt more realistic as well. That's true. But by doing that, I felt like it kind of like highlighted some of the things in the story proper that are kind of big, um, that you you need to take into the fantasy. You need to buy into the fantasy to 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 go along with them. Like you know, once um, not to spoil it, but the way that um, uh, what's her name Maria acts after she learns of Bernardo's yeah. death, and 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 the way she re- she you know her relationship with Tony is so uh, fairy tale. You know, it's Romeo and Juliet, and, and I yeah. think with this realistic approach, I was kind of like struggling with that a little bit. The 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 in between the fantasy and the reality. That being said, everything that had to do with musical sequences, I thought was fantastic. I had been hoping for Steven Spielberg to make a musical at some point, and I think on that level, he did not disappoint me. I thought that the musical numbers were all around pretty great and uh really exciting uh in supporting performances ariana debose and mike face i think both do incredible job with with some incredible music numbers and um so anytime there was that going on i was completely swept uh, into the world of like hollywood magic and then there were Mm -hmm. other parts that i was maybe a little less so so that's why i would say i liked it a lot uh but uh, it wasn't one of my favorites yeah, I think we're pretty close, actually. Uh, I, I did put it in my top 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I would as well if I yeah. had done a top 20. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's move on to actor in a leading role. We have Javier Bardem in Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith in King Richard, and Denzel Washington in The Tragedy of Macbeth. It's right. the only nomination, I think, for Tragedy of Macbeth. I think or it got a couple. Yeah, it got a couple of technical awards. I think uh, definitely cinematography, and I think it might have gotten a production or costume design, if I remember correctly. But definitely not a big showing 
for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I have to say, I'm a little bit, I'm about trying to do my bed the way that you're about drive my car. I uh, watched the first 20-ish minutes of it. Um, again, I went to school for theater. I've seen a lot of Shakespeare. Shakespeare is not my favorite. And I've had to sit through a lot of bad Shakespeare in my time. <laughs> so I have my tolerance for Shakespeare is very low. Now, this movie looked like it was going to be very you know like uh, visually exciting and it was going to be different and it had this whole like German expressionism look and Joel Cohen with you know I love the Cohen brothers so it was like I'm gonna give it a shot I'm gonna watch some of it and if by the 20 minute mark it's too much like regular Macbeth I don't think I'm gonna sit through it and it was a little bit too much like regular Macbeth to me even though I appreciated what it was going for it's just a, a personal thing mm-hmm. I just I'm Shakespeare out yeah well I mean and I'm not familiar enough with the original play to know, okay, they t- cut this out. They, cause it is an adaptation. It's not a, a line mm-hmm. for a line. Um, but I was pretty impressed by it. I, I liked it. Uh, yeah. but, it's really um, well done. It looks mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. And the acting's good. I think Denzel is good in, in what I saw. Yeah. And Francis, I mean, I think they probably would have nominated her if she hadn't been nominated and won last year. I mean, I, she was, she was quite good. And I thought, um, but uh, but yeah, um, not something that made my top twenty certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but of course, my number one movie of the year, Tick Tick Boom. The movie oh really? That I didn't know. My heart number one that I loved so much that I've watched mm-hmm. so many times. We had a whole episode of the Female Film Critics Panel where me and my friends just geeked out about Tick Tick Boom. Tick-tick Boom <laughs> and we Andrew love Gabriel. it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so tick tick boom i thought it I had a shot it had. at a best picture a yeah. nomination but it just um i guess it didn't quite get the votes um andrew garfield though nominated for actor and surprisingly and, best editing also yeah nominated. that made me happy i think that was very deserved because that editing was crucial the way it mixed the the jonathan larson story with the um with the tick tick boom performance i yeah. thought that was crucial in making the movie work and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, I think it deserved best editing. Um, I, I love the movie. I It just speaks to me as somebody who's trying to do something creative uh, in my life and uh, in my own little way. And, uh, you know, I love uh, Jonathan Larson. It's so getting to see mm-hmm, his story mm-hmm. and all the Broadway cameos. And the I don't know. I just thought it was really moving. And I it was the movie that connected with, with me the most in 2021. So... That's great. So I I have to assume that if you were a voter, you would probably vote for Andrew Garfield in this category then. Yeah. I mean, and also the, the, not that we're giving impressions, but like, if you look at the footage of Jonathan Larson, uh, Mm. doing tick, tick, boom, it is identical. I mean, Andrew Garfield captured him completely. Uh, and, and in my opinion, just gave a great performance. Uh, but compared yeah. to Javier Bardem, who looks nothing like <laughs> Desi Arnaz, <laughs> and did not capture that role at it. I mean, from what I from watching the Lucy and Desi documentary at Sundance, mm-hmm. like totally different. Yeah, it didn't capture it at all, in my opinion. Um, yeah, not my favorite performance. I have to say, Andrew Garfield also has a beautiful voice. I didn't know that he was such a great singer. And first I think time he singing. It. No, he sang before. I know no, this for a fact. Not in movies. Not in movies, no. But in in theater, yeah. I didn't yeah. know this, but I I I uh, 
a friend of mine actually saw him in a production of I can't remember. I think it might have been Pippin or something uh, at one point when he was, you know, before he was a big star. But mm. they saw it and he was like, "This guy is great. He's gonna be a yeah. star." And he was. Oh, um, so but great. he, yeah. But first time singing on film, which is why I also did had no idea that he was a singer, and he's so good at it. Um, so, so I would love good. to see him in more musicals. That's Me also too. for sure. Me too. And um, I, I, and I don't know. I just loved the movie. So mm-hmm. there we so go. So you would vote for him. Who do you think it's going to win? Um, I think Will Smith is the favorite if you were looking I agree at with that. Um, but I don't think they've done that good a job of really like promoting it. I mean, he's no Lady Gaga. Let's. <laughs> yeah, his his campaign has been a little strange, and that made me think for a while. I had a theory that, you know, it seemed to be like King Richard and Will Smith were slipping, and then there's Power of the Dog, which has been a Cumberbatch. Yeah. He's kind of a critical favorite, but he plays a pretty unlikable character. So I had a theory that Andrew Garfield was gonna take it in the end. I would die. That would be. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it would be a great moment for you for sure. But I think without a Best Picture nomination, it's going to be unlikely. Uh, it, it, yeah. I think that hurts his chances. I think there's still a chance, but I do think that at this point, Will Smith has kind of come back as the favorite, and yeah. I think maybe in the final stretch, he'll he'll come out to the interviews and he'll pull it out. Although, what's interesting when we're going to talk we talk about Best Actress, none of those women are in films nominated for Best Picture, which is so interesting. should we go? Should we just get into it then yeah. for Best so Actress? Yeah, so it's Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman in The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart in Spencer. Before we say anything, you cannot convince me that The Eyes of Tammy Faye is a movie that exists and people have seen. Like, what? Where is this? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, I can't believe she got nominated, but I guess people do love Jessica Chastain and she's been out there, you know, defending Jeremy Strong and her fellow actors. So I'm not surprised that the actors kind of banded together to nominate her mm-hmm. um, again. Um, she's kind of nearing that kind of nominated but never winning kind of status, huh? Maybe. I, I, I'm not sure how many. Is it just Zero Dark 30 or has she been nominated for others? I think she got nominated for The Help as well. And maybe there's another oh, there. Okay. But I, she's kind of becoming like that kind of Amy Adams zone, right? Yeah, I went fresh on the eyes of Tammy Faye. I, it's not like a great movie, but I enjoyed it <laughs> overall. It, it was very surprising to me how positive it was. I, I mean, I, I was just expecting going into it that it was going to be kind of a smear piece because mm. I I don't know usually Hollywood is really negative towards religious figures and there's one who had a scandal attached to her so I was expecting it to be pretty negative but it was actually really positive which very surprised me mm. um, anyway um, okay so yeah I think we both agreed just staying probably not gonna take it no. although this it is a pretty wide open category I guess yeah I mean I think everybody's kind of predicting Nicole Kidman but how do you feel about that? I know you didn't love being the Ricardos, to put it uh, no, lightly. I didn't. I didn't like it, and I. I don't know. I didn't love her performance, so I don't know. I'm not that thrilled about it, but she's a good actress, so whatever. It's just kind of sad that she's a dual. She'll be a dual Oscar uh, winner for two super forgettable bland movies. That nobody. <laughs> oh really? You don't like the hours? I don't think so. Um, but there are some uh, people who love the hours, so I'm gonna <laughs> um, I'm gonna just say for for on the record that I know that you're out there, people who love the hours <laughs> and who think uh, the Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, 
I mean, Nicole Kidman, you're right. She is a great actress. It makes sense for her to have two Oscars, but uh, maybe, yeah, not the performances that I would have picked probably if it if I had my choice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think if there's a surprise, um, Olivia Coleman, I think was probably another Olivia very Coleman. unlikable character though for The Lost but, Daughter, but a very likable. Actress, actress yeah that people really love and all of a sudden she's you know the category is kind of wide open for her to take it and and people mm-hmm. you know people love olivia coleman uh, and i think she's great i think the performance is good even though i didn't love the movie um and yeah and, and it's strange because who else is going to win Kristen stewart and spencer that seems to have been like she barely you know barely got nominated barely got nominated the movie has kind of disappeared Penelope Cruz for Pilot Mothers, you know, an international nomination, an Almodovar movie. Uh, we've talked about him on Criterion Project as well. And I think yeah. she's really good in it. Yeah. Um, but I, I also have a hard time seeing her win. But um, but I guess anything is possible. I guess I agree with you. Nicole Kidman seems like the front runner, And Olivia Coleman would be my, my kind of uh, dark horse. Maybe she'll take it in yeah. a surprise. Her lost daughter for me, I liked the Jesse Buckley part a lot better than the Olivia Coleman part, personally. I thought... Oh, well, so we're exact opposites then. I like the Olivia Coleman part much better than the other. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, I guess, speaking of uh, Jesse Buckley, she got nominated, and I love Jesse Buckley. I just a surprise she... nomination, really. Yeah. Um, not her a lot of people were predicting role. her. But let's talk about that. The actress in a supporting role, we have yeah. Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, Judy Dench in Belfast, mm-hmm. Kristen Dunst in Power of the Dog, and Anjanu Ellis in King Richard. Now, uh, a lot of surprising things here, I thought, when the nominations, when I saw the nominations. Uh, I think most people expected if someone from Belfast was going to get in, supporting actress was going to be Katrina Balfe and not Judy Dench. Yeah. So that was kind of surprising. But I guess the Academy just loves staying Judy Dench. What are you going to do about it? I mean, I guess has has she been collectively forgiven for uh, Artemis Fowl and Cats? Oh, 100%. I mean, <laughs> clearly they love her. I think nobody, I don't think people blame Judy Dench for Cats. I think there's other people to throw the blame around. I think Judy Dench came out of that pretty unscathed. <laughs> and honestly, I thought she gave the best performance in Cats because her performance of that last song, when she looks at the camera, it's just like, like James Judy committed to that to yeah, the camp. Yeah, fair. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I love Jesse Buckley. I I love Wild Rose. That's one of my favorite movies of the last ten years. And, I think that really uh, is the one big movie that I have to see to fully get Jesse Buckley because I heard I hear from so many people that they love her and I think she's good. But I think Wild Rose really is the one that that when you watch that is when you really get and and love yeah. her forever it seems to me it, that was the case for me she won my heart uh, and uh, um and then Dunst, oscar nominee i'm excited because i do love her as an actor mm-hmm. and i think she's pretty good in power of the dog um and i think angelina ellis is good in king richard and ariana debose in west side story i think she's also really great and i think she's probably the winner what do you think um yeah i think that that's what i would guess i mean it's kind of it is sort of fun that we have all these couples this year because you've got uh jesse plemons and kirsten dunst both being nominated and you have Mm -hmm. javier Bardem and uh cruz Cruz being nominated (laughs) 
something. And you have like on-screen couples nominated too, right? Yeah, Judy Dench true. and Karen Hines, and you have Angie Noelis with Will Smith. That's true. Um, so yeah. But yeah, I'm happy that she got nominated. I think that it was a really good performance. So I, I'm, you know, I think, uh, um, I don't know. I'm not as excited about Ingenue Ellis. I thought it was fine, but I didn't really see that it was one of the best of the year to me. But, um, but yeah, I think that Ariana DeBose is probably the, the most likely. It does seem like the kind of performance that wins an Oscar. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. Rita Moreno won for that perform for that mm-hmm. role back in the 60s. And, you know, like a supporting actress in a musical is just like a great way to win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just kind of like that role that it's like steals the show, has a great musical number, you know, and, and you can really, I mean, you know, just. Well, she has two great showcase scenes, the America number, which mm-hmm. I think she's fantastic mm-hmm. in. And the scene at the end, which is the very dramatic scene when she goes to the to the what do you call that to the drugstore to try to find Tony, and it's very and she does a great job there as well. Um, makes me think of Anne Hathaway in Le Mis or Catherine Zeta Jones right. in Chicago, That's you know, that, or Jennifer Hudson in Dreamgirls. You know, you get the, that true. is a very common type of Oscar win. Mm-hmm. So I I think she's probably the front runner. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, so for actor in a supporting role, we have Kieran Hines in Belfast, Troy Kotzer in Coda, Jesse Plemons in The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons in Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith McPhee in The Power of the Dog. So we've talked about kind of all of these movies. Um, which one do you would you say is the favorite out of these? Yeah. To win? Mm-hmm. It seems at this point that Cody Smith McPhee in Power of the Dog, he's won the most awards yeah. so far, I think from critics. And um, he seems like the front runner. That being said, I think if they really love Coda and it's going to win something, this could be the place to give it an award. And it could be Troy Katsur that uh, takes it. Because yeah. from what I, I haven't seen the movie, but from what I understand, it's a very emotional performance and a very uh, Mm -hmm. kind of like the heart of the movie kind of thing so i wouldn't be surprised if that ended up being the case i agree uh completely and i i've said i felt like cody smith smith mcphee has been very underrated for a long time Mm -hmm. he's taken very interesting roles and risks and i don't know i think he's a really good actor and uh and so i'd be very happy for him if he were to win um I mean, does anybody even remember J.K. Simmons in that movie? Like, are, what? I mean, <laughs> J.K. Simmons, does, it feels like one of those, it feels kind of like Judy Denchi, you know? Like, we love J.K. Simmons. Of course we're going to nominate him. Or like one of those Meryl Streep kind of things, you know? When they keep getting nominated just because people love them. I mean, I've um, adored him ever since Juno. But, I mean, I don't know. I just was like, what? category, I have to say. Um uh, it looks a, a little strange. It feels yeah. like maybe it's lacking a little bit of unexpectedness or or, or pizzazz or something. You know, strong mm-hmm. performances for the most part. I thought, I think, but uh, I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. like um, something that could have bring a little bit more, you know, something to the table. Like yeah. I don't know. Like Mike Face in West Side Story would have been uh, something a little bit exciting. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. Even Jared Leto in House of Gucci would have been a train wreck, but it would have been like, you know, like something. Uh, right, right. Do you it's know like an that, expected list? Did I tell you that I my theater got evacuated watching House of Gucci with twenty minutes left? And so 
because of too much Italianness. Okay, well, There's too much. Mamma mia! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so let's talk about animated feature film. We have Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells vs. Machines, and Ryan the Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. And I liked all of these films. Uh, I, I, um, you know, I, I would have loved to have seen Belle. Uh, nominated but the academy has a long history of and um, anti-anime bias yeah. um, although if it's not studio ghibli, studio ghibli uh, yeah. there's only one movie that has been nominated that's not oh, studio really? ghibli with anime and that was mirai which was mm-hmm. also by hosada so i thought maybe there was a chance but they probably yeah. started their campaign too late g kids did um it wasn't until february uh well the end of january february so that was yeah. probably too late. Um, but anyway, it was my second favorite. Uh, well, my third favorite movie of the year. I loved it. Um, so. And your favorite animated movie of the year, I think it's probably Mitchell's versus Machines. Yeah. Is that what that you were, my favorite. you're rooting for in this category? Uh, yeah, I love that movie. I thought it had such heart. I thought it was really funny. I thought it had a great story. I, I interviewed the director, Mike Randa. I enjoyed it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I don't know. I just, I've seen it the most of probably any movie of 2021. I keep watching it. Oh, with, like, wow. I watched it with my nieces. I watched it with my friends. I watched it. With, <laughs> I got yeah. to watch it in the theater and animation is film. Uh, mm. And that was an incredible oh, right. film festival and so much fun. I also got to see, uh, I got to see Luca and Raya at animation is film. So that was super fun um, with panels and everything. And um, yeah, I mean, I think that Encanto is probably going to win, um, but mm-hmm. I think yeah. so as well. It just seems like it's such a big hit. Mm-hmm. Um, people, you know, kids are into it. Everyone's singing that Bruno song. Yeah. Um, so it just feels like it's kind of in the air that it would be the one to take it. Um, and they're regretting that they didn't submit that song because yeah. I don't think anybody had any idea that it would take off as much except for yours truly because when oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When we left the theater, you can ask Stanford. <laughs> we left the theater. I was like, that don't talk about Bruno is such a catchy song. That was great. That was the best song in the movie. And mm. and my friend and they were like, What? You're crazy. And I'm like, No, you see. <laughs> I never <laughs> felt so vindicated right. in my life. Rachel called it, everybody. <laughs> Disney, if you're listening, you should get Rachel yes. to to tell you what song to submit for the Oscar. So I'm I guess available. in case people in case people don't know, what happens is that they have to submit what original songs to be considered, and they did it, and they chose a different Encanto song, which, yeah. did, get, which did get nominated, and I think could still win yeah. given the competition and the situation. But I think even if it does win, it will feel a little bit like a we actually this is kind of for Bruno, <laughs> um, but you know you didn't submit it, so we're going to give you a consolation prize still, but you kind of like messed up there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but maybe they'll get upset about it and they'll be like, if you didn't submit the song, we could have performed it at the Talicast and I now know. we can, so we won't give you the award. That could also happen. Yeah. Um, right. I agree Encanto is probably the winner. Um, I think if people watch the movies, I feel like maybe Flea would have a chance. It seems like the kind of movie that if enough people see it, yeah. could could find like a respect for it. Um, and Neon has done a great job with that movie like i said it has been in every festival it has mm-hmm. been it's part of their they sent out to basically anybody who got you know the oscar screeners not only um the screeners but they sent a um 
like a multi-pack with all of their movies for the year that you got. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. They've done as good a job as you could do, I think. I mean, maybe they could have had it released wide a little bit earlier. Uh, Mm. But as far as the Academy voting, I think they promoted it just about as well as you could. Yeah, I would say that like we were talking about international feature of its three nominations is probably the least likely to win. I would say animated is probably second least likely. I think documentary might be the one where it that might be the its prize, um, the documentary category. Yeah, I mean it's 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 up against Summer of Soul, which is I thought was just incredible, um, and Attica is actually really good too. Um, for once, the documentary category didn't. Uh, that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, they actually. Um, <laughs> Job yeah so it'll yeah. be interesting i haven't seen ascension i've heard it's actually really good um but um but yeah that, that is probably the one i would vote for as well then mm-hmm. hopefully it'll get in for there um for documentary i was really we're not gonna talk about the shorts but i was very sad that us again didn't get nominated for uh, animated short subject. I thought it was it was my favorite thing that Disney produced in all of 2021, which is for mm. me saying a lot because I had uh, you know enjoyed a lot of their films. It was just absolutely yeah. beautiful, and I loved it. And I don't know. I just I haven't seen all of the nominees, but I just I can't imagine they're better than that in my opinion. But anyway. Well. You know, we'll have to catch up with the shorts and see what's up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about directing and then we'll do scripts real quick. All um, right. Okay. So directing is Kenneth Branagh, Belfast, Drive My Car, <laughs> Risuku Hamagachi, um, Dickers Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson, The Power of the Dog, Jane Campion, and West Side Story, Steven Spielberg. Um, a pretty close to what was expected. A surprise. Yeah ish nomination for Rusuki Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Um, you know, Drive My Car did better than expected, but I think at least I was thinking that it was gonna if it was going to show up somewhere uh other than international, directing was my hunch because there's been like an international director, a non-American mm-hmm. movie nominated for directing the last couple of years. That's true. So it, it felt to me like if there was gonna show up somewhere, it was gonna be here. Obviously it did even better than that. I guess the surprise was who was left out because of it. I expected that it would be either Kenneth Branagh or Steven Spielberg that didn't make it, but it ended up being Denis Villeneuve yeah. who got left off the list. What do you think of that? Well, I, I kind of wonder if they're thinking they'll, 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 they will Peter Jackson it and, oh, and like nominate part him two is part two. Yeah. Well, you know, now that he's been snubbed for the directing nomination this time around, if part two is that is great and people love it, then he would have a good shot at winning for that, I guess. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. All right. Well, let me get to... What do you think will win? Do you agree that Jane think, Campion yeah. is probably... I mean, I would say it's it's pretty much a lock that she... I mean, I would be really surprised if she doesn't win. Yeah, I agree. Okay, let me find the screenplays that way. I have bottom. screenplays here. Okay, yeah. Um, so we have adapted screenplay. The nominees are Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. What do you think? You have yeah, talked about I, most of these movies already. Yeah, so. I mean, I was pretty happy with this list. I mean, I was just happy that Being the Ricardos wasn't nominated. I'm not sure which one, if it would, it would have been original or adapted. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I A was just surprised glad. since it's Aaron Sorkin, right, that they didn't nominate it. But, um, yeah, I exactly. Think it's probably a good call. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I, I was kind of expecting to <laughs> grumble about that. So yay, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, all of these do a good job. I Dune is the only one of the books that I've read, although Netflix sent me the books for The Lost Daughter and The Power of the Dogs. <laughs> all right. <laughs> for Power of the Dog, it was really weird. They sent out three different packages and the first one was just the book no code or dvd or whatever and it wasn't until the very end of the month that they finally sent the actual movie and i'm like they're really confident in in like in general most of my critics friends aren't big readers in, mm. in my experience i'm like they're really confident on all on their reading <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, they wanted you to read the book before watching I the movie. So. I guess. <laughs> they really did. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I I feel like this will go to. I think it will go to Coda. Don't you think? Oh, really? Interesting. I thought Power of the Dog, since it seems like it's one of the big players, um, that would have been my default. Uh, I guess I just... now that you mentioned it, Coda feels like this could also be a place to to give it an award if people want to. Uh, I feel like a lot really of, love it. I feel like a lot of times the second place people end up getting for best picture end up getting a screenplay. A screenplay. Yeah. That's um, a good call actually. I, I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. I would still put my money in power of the duck. I don't know why I just had this thought, which is completely unrelated to this category just now, but I totally forgot when we were talking about supporting actress to mention that Ruth Nega didn't get nominated for passing, which I thought I was a little sad about it. I thought that was a great performance and obviously passing clearly doesn't seem to be a movie that was on the Academy's radar yeah. as much because it didn't get any nominations. And it's a movie that I'm a little mixed about, but I thought she was so great and she had gotten nominated at other at SAG and at Golden Globe. So I thought mm -hmm. she was probably going to get in and, mm. and it's a little disappointing because I think she's a great actress and it's one, it was a truly great performance, but anyway. Yeah. And she's um, been nominated before. Yeah. That I mean, too. we didn't really talk about, but don't you think that, that, Power of the Dog is the favorite to win best picture. To win best picture, that's right. We didn't talk about that. I think at this point it looks like it. Um, I get. I suppose it's between Power of the Dog and Belfast. Um, mm. But Belfast doesn't seem to me like it's been. Uh, it's making all that much noise, right? Mm. Um, so I don't know. So I, I, I would say Power of the Dog would be my guess at this point. Um, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. Well, original screenplay is Belfast. Don't look up. King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. So that was a, a nomination Another for surprise. The Worst Person in the World, which I thought was fun. I enjoyed that movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard good things. It has a lot of nudity for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very strong in that. But it's still, again, to use my word, they had really good chemistry. And <laughs> it was... Cute. All right, all right. That's good to know. Uh -huh. I'm excited about that. Um, so I would have to assume that out of these nominees, Belfast is the front runner to win. I think it's a pretty dismal screenplay. So maybe it's because I'm biased, but I'm I'm holding out hope that maybe Licorice Pizza, because Paul Thomas Anderson is such a respected director, and maybe it'll be the place where they give it an award because you know he mm -hmm. they clearly like the movie because it's best picture director writing didn't get that many nominations so maybe not but i would i would love if that happened and it it feels to me like sometimes that's they do that like you know i remember when spike jones won for her in screenplay and then 
um, I don't know, something like Eternal Sunshine. Sometimes the screenplay mm-hmm. goes to like a movie that's a little artsy, like a little more in that mm-hmm. respected a tour direction. Um, that's true. I remember when we were talking about Almodovar. The yeah, that's true. He won one. for that as well. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I I I'm not crazy. Like I'm not in love with any of these screenplays. I mean, mm-hmm. probably my favorite is probably the worst person in the world as far as screenplays. And that um, would actually be a int- very interesting win if it did manage to, you know, this uh, mm-hmm. foreign Norwegian movie that comes out of nowhere and gets your screenplay award. That would be kind of cool, but uh, probably not going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I mean, it would be a big surprise, but yeah, you never. They, there's usually one or two surprises every Oscars. You know, we're That's like, true. Oh, didn't see that. So, uh, you usually you have a bad ballot if you just go with in your office pool, if you just go with all the obvious ones, then mm. you're l- unlikely to win. You need to take a couple risks. <laughs> Those are yeah. the people that win, in my opinion. That's my strategy, at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but uh, yeah, there's lots of other categories, uh, but uh, we um, we don't have time to talk about all of them. But, uh, but yeah, it'll be fun to see who wins. And um, Is there anything specific that feels like in all of the kind of technical categories, I expect Dune to be kind of the, the big yeah. winner of sound, visual effects, makeup, production design, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So I wouldn't be surprised if Dune becomes one of those movies that gets the most Oscars, but doesn't get Best Picture. Uh, yeah. I feel like that has happened a couple of times. It could be this year's Mad Max Fury Road. Mad Max Fury Road is a great example of that. Or like Gravity, mm-hmm. you know, that happened that year as well. Yeah. I I mean, I was happy to see Tick, Tick, Boom get two. Mm-hmm. um and uh um what, what was there anything else um parallel mothers got best score which i thought was very well deserved i have to say the french dispatch that didn't get anything which oh, i yeah. thought i wasn't expecting it to but i was still disappointed i mean i wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it to get anything major but i w- i thought that certainly you know, production, how do you not nominate that for production design yeah. and the score? You know, it's Alexander Desplat, who's kind of a favorite of the Academy. I was surprised he didn't get it. Yeah. Um, so I was a little disappointed True. by that because I really liked that movie. But but I, I was happy to see Coming to America get oh, getting the hairstyling, which was very deserved. And that, I mean, it's not like a great movie, but it was very well done. The the costuming and the um makeup and hair were very and we good. didn't talk about the big surprise of the day which was that lady gaga didn't get nominated for house of gucci how did yeah. we even talk about that house of gucci <laughs> only got best makeup um when it was i think some people were expecting it to get more um jared leto didn't get nominated and, and mm-hmm. lady gaga who had become kind of the front runner at, uh, lately people yeah. were saying oh maybe it'll be lady gaga then she's out of the picture so that's why the best actress category is so wide open yeah house of gucci didn't even get costume design which is surprising because it's yeah. all about fashion yeah but, uh, but yeah no it was definitely surprising i mean i guess it, it's kind of comforting that you can't you can't necessarily cam- campaign your way into a, a nomination it's not yeah. or not it's not that bought and paid for these days so yeah 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 i guess so um i mean i so, thought she did yeah. a pretty good job but uh but yeah anyway. i thought she was good but um you know i mean it's such a weird year for best actress i i, I guess that's the category to keep an eye on like something crazy if you know if rachel is right and something crazy and unusual does happen at the oscars every year i think best actress is probably the most likely place to happen um Mm -hmm. 
but there could be more than one crazy thing that happens too. Yeah. So you never know. It'd be interesting. Well, thanks for doing this. This was a lot of fun. I always enjoy chatting with you and talking about the uh, talking about the movies. And so appreciate you coming and doing this. Totally. And if people want to follow you, uh, how can they follow your content? You can follow me on Twitter at Coco Hits NY. And obviously you can also listen to the Criterion Project, which is the podcast that Rachel and I do together in which we talk about movies in the Criterion channel and the Criterion Collection. Um, our latest episode was about All About Eve, a mm-hmm. classic with Betty Davis, great movie. And our next episode will be, uh, like Rachel said, right now it's planning to be Imitation of Life, the Douglas Sirk melodrama from the 50s with guest Jose Solis, who will also give us his take on the new West Side Story, we hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be super fun. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And also check out the Hallmarkies podcast. Got lots of fun stuff going on over there. And uh, if please like this. If, and if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. Appreciate that so much. Also, if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that. Also have the merch store and patron group. All that information's in the description. So thanks so much, everybody. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.